I know that's going to be a big part of an upcoming card is this, this man. What was that? Macho dance. Man Randy Savage. Happened so fast you can't even talk about it. Lucky person, yeah, out there somewhere is going to win a silver cloud. What a lucky, lucky, lucky person. And Tito Santana, if you mm. go to the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship out with the Macho Man Randy Savage and escape with your life and still lose your belt. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky Tito. Yeah, that's what they're going to be calling you. Because comparatively speaking to the Macho Man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Gaina. And I'm talking inevitable. And I'm talking you can't hold that belt with me climbing through the ropes. Gene Okerling right here is a crying towel. And I want you to give that to Tito Santana. Yeah, because things are just popping right now. Things are starting to cultivate. Things are starting to grow. Uh, uh, things are getting real colorful. Oh, look at that roll. Just like the silver cloud Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top curious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Randy. His very first move as the executive? Was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was the hey, juice lunch sports, man? Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Break it down. Gangster Gangster mixtapes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sports desk. Man, I just kind of caught myself, bro, trying to be cool <laughs> once again. But welcome back to the Sports Says, man. It's your guy one more time. Dedrick L. Higgs Jr., of course, one half of your sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back once again for another episode. One half of your sportsologist back in the building. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. New sports. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is episode 213. And man, we have a, a, a lot to get into, man. But for all my wrestling heads out there, you guessed it. You got it. The guys who you don't like the most, man, me and Black, because we don't talk about wrestling enough. Guess what? We got some wrestling here today. Let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Hey, bro, listening to the sports dance. We haven't talked about wrestling in a while, so all you wrestling haters out there, man, y'all go ahead and just kind of skip a little forward, because we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling today. All right, now, Black, this past weekend was the 2023 Royal Rumble from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. This is one of the big four pay-per-views that the WWE has. Now, if you're into wrestling or you are not, you know what the Royal Rumble is. You know what WrestleMania is. Those are the two things that I think if you're not even into wrestling, you know about. Well, man, we were treated to some spectacular, spectacular moments from this past Royal Rumble. Black, real quick before we jump into what took place this past Saturday, the Rumble. Just growing up, man, time after time seeing this event, 
what gets you going about the Royal Rumble? Well, man, it, it, it lets you know one thing you said. It, it always lets you know that WrestleMania is around the corner. Right. You know, when you get the Rumble and then you get that one who uh, who's able to last out of the 30 men that come in, and that's their ticket, man, to WrestleMania, to main event. So to be, to, to be able to watch that man and see how uh, great the uh, Royal Rumbles has, have been over time and our time of watching wrestling, man, you, you definitely get treated every year, man. And especially this year, I, it was really some really, really good things that WWE put together, man, for this WrestleMania. They knocked this out the park, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Royal Rumble is a classic event, man. I mean, I can just think of the countless and countless winners. Stone Cold winning it three times. Uh, Shawn Michaels winning it back-to-back years. Um, of course, you have uh, uh, guys like... Um, Edge, who's won it recently. Rey Mysterio, who has won in the past. Um, just a lot of staples in uh, Triple H, John Cena. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on of the greats who've been able to win this uh, event. It is a unique match unlike any other. You have 30 men that come in, they battle only one winner, and that winner will get the right and the privilege to head to WrestleMania to headline the biggest event of the year. WrestleMania is up there with the Super Bowl. It's up there with the NBA Finals. It's up there with uh, uh, NCAA Basketball Men's Tournament. Like It's, it's a spectacle, mm. whether you're into it or not. And once a year, the whole world focuses at least one night on wrestling when WrestleMania takes place. But you got to have the Royal Rumble before you get to wrestling. All right. So, Black, this past weekend, let's go ahead and start off with the men. All right. I think the WWE went chalk here. A lot of people felt that the return of Cody Rhodes would administer him a win. And that is exactly what happened. Cody Rhodes returns from a devastating pectoral muscle uh, injury, a pectoral muscle injury that he suffered months ago to come back and win this year's Royal Rumble and earn the right to headline WrestleMania. What are your thoughts about Cody Rhodes headed to WrestleMania? Well, it's good to see Cody back, man, because... Uh Initially, before the injury, uh, when he was rumored to be coming back to the WWE, man, his pop was amazing. Yeah. You know, it was amazing to see Cody Rhodes uh, back coming from the uh, underneath the floor and the steam. I mean, it was it, it looked good. It didn't look like old Cody Rhodes. You know, he brought his whole thing from, uh, what AEW. is it, a- AEW. And, 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 I, and I like that for WWE with Cody Rhodes, man. But... You said a while ago, you said something. They was like, they're not bringing Cody Rhodes back in WWE for nothing. So they're going to put him on the stage at some point. And now he got his opportunity by winning the Rumble. Uh, of course, he was the last one to enter, to enter yeah, the Rumble. Uh, and I know you said that. He's probably still kind of uh, dealing with yeah, he's, he's not, not fully 100%. Healthy. He's not fully not healthy. fully healthy. But at the same time, man, it was good to see Cody Rhodes back in the ring. Yeah. See, you know, seeing everybody, you know, the energy and the, and the fans behind yeah. him. So I love to see him back and uh, been able to win it. Win it. Can't wait to see what he does at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all that Cody Rhodes won it. I've been calling for Cody Rhodes uh, for him to win the Rumble and get the chance to go to WrestleMania when he returned. Um, like Black said, I don't feel like he's here for nothing. I feel like he has paid his dues immensely. Going away from the organization, doing what he did for AEW, he's a household name in multiple areas. He come back to the WWE as a superstar. He came back as a superstar to the WWE and I use deserve loosely, all right? But, I mean, I don't want to use deserve loosely, but Cody Rhodes deserves this moment. Mm. If you look at a guy who's paid their dues and a guy who's just been, bro, Cody Rhodes has been wrestling his entire adult life. He's been in the business since a child. His father, the great American dream, 
Dusty Rhodes, a legend in the wrestling ranks. That's his dad. He's, he's, he has the business in his blood. So for him to return, for him to win it, I wasn't upset. Now, the Rumble match itself, I'm going to be real, it had a spot. Shout out to Big Gunther. Big Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, that yes. dude is a star. Yes, he is. He's a star, and I can see the WWE, they we're go, they going to do something with this guy. Mm -hmm. This guy was came in at number one, and he lasted to the end. He was the most, had the most minutes in a Royal Rumble match uh, in the most, history. Most eliminations, too. In the history. Yeah. So Gunther is on his way. You had some bright spots. We saw King Booker. <laughs> King Booker. <laughs> King Booker made his return. Um, and had a little fun there. Brock Lesnar and the Bobby Lashley spot. The Seth Rollins and Logan Paul spot. Um, oh, you just got a lot of things that took place. Now, we were missing Matt Riddle. We were missing uh, Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. It was a few things that we were missing from the Rumble. But all in all, I thought it was a solid match. It was. Not mad about the winner. We got what we got. Cody Rose moving on. All right, Black, let's move on to the Women's Royal Rumble. All right, Rhea Ripley. All right, Rhea mm -hmm. Ripley um, from... Dang, I'm forgetting the faction right now. From... Oh man! Come on, uh, help me out, judgment. man. The, the judgment day. Yeah. Is that my phone ringing? Oh my lord! The the people are back blowing my son phone up. <laughs> um, excuse me for that, but yeah, Rhea Ripley wins the women's Royal Rumble, and at first I kind of figured she would win. I know me and you had talked about what you yeah, thought you was going to happen. Yeah, you were like, happen. I don't know what they doing with her, bro. I, I, I did, but she won, so <laughs> yeah. I was I was happy to see her win. Yeah, yeah. I was happy. To, what are your thoughts on Rhea Ripley from the Judgment Day? Winning the Rumble She started at number one And she finished as the winner What do you thought? Yeah yeah I think it's a big deal D If you really look at her Over the past few months here With the Judgment She's been wreaking havoc I mean she's been She has Been, been dominating Then she's been going up Against different guys And wrestling too as well She has So um, I know we had talked about Well they gotta do something with her You know it'll be a good look now In the space that she in To maybe put that belt on her mm -hmm. Because she really hot right now So I think WWE realized that And they let her win that Rumble So you gotta You gotta think that man they're gonna put the belt on her at some point in time it's probably gonna be at wrestlemania but she hot right now d you like you said you have to capitalize on what she's doing right and what she's doing what she's doing with the judgment uh it's a big deal so uh shout out to home winning the rumble man and getting being able to main event wrestlemania yeah i, I didn't see i, I kind of figured that she had a shot to do it but i wasn't sure i kind of was leaning towards you with, with letting bailey win it Bailey winning, she getting up. She's one of the core four: Sasha Banks, Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, and herself. So I was like, well, maybe it's her turn. Maybe it's a chance. But you can't deny what you see in Rhea Ripley. Ultra talented, physical specimen. She has a unique vibe and look to her that is appealing to the audience. So I'm glad that Triple H and the creative team is giving Rhea Ripley her push. Um, not mad about that, and I'm looking forward to seeing. What Rhea does now, I have no idea who she's gonna choose. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be uh, Bianca. You think so? I think it's gonna be Bianca, cause she already had a little spat with Charlotte. With Charlotte, and I know she could go to NXT, but no, the NXT not champion, I don't it's think that's happening. happening. So it gotta be Bianca. Okay, that's the biggest thing I think they could okay. do. But okay. her and Charlotte definitely their little spat that they had is definitely was big time now. So I don't know if they'll revisit that or not. But she's she's on Raw, so I I'm thinking that they'll do something with her and Bianca. I prefer that. Mm -hmm. I prefer him, her, and Bianca, and I prefer her to get that belt off Bianca. Mm -hmm. That's what I prefer. Yeah. Um, not to say nothing wrong about Bianca, but it's time. Yeah. Bianca's run's gotten a little stale once again. Over 300 days or something as champion. Yeah, she won it back at WrestleMania yeah. last year. She got it back from uh, 
Be- from Becky. Yeah, from yeah. Becky. Yeah, yeah, she got it back from she Becky. She lost it to Becky at SummerSlam, SummerSlam and then got won it back, it back at Mania. Mania. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's your women's Royal Rumble winner. All right, man. Let's go ahead and fast forward, man. Before we talk about what happened between um, the head of the table, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, that he successfully defended the Universal Championship, I just want to say this. The Bloodline storyline is almost... It's almost going on three years. This is the greatest development of a storyline that I had ever seen. Oh, for those who are listening, before you say the NWO days and the Degeneration X day, no, I said storyline. Where you can literally go back to the inception of the bloodline to where they are today. Mm-hmm. Beautiful storytelling. So many oohs and ahs that are happening with this thing. And we got treated to another ooh and ah this past Saturday night. Black, Sami Zayn had had enough. <laughs> the turn amongst turns, turning on Roman Reigns and the bloodline, stating his claim that he had had enough. And he could not go against his brother, Kevin Owens. He could not continue on with that. Black, what were your thoughts as the Royal Rumble came to an end? This story unfolded. Jay Uso walks out on the bloodline. He tweeted later, late last night that blood out. That's what he stated. Now, we know we get WWE Raw in just a few minutes. Turmoil. In the bloodline, as we had the media, what are your thoughts? Well, we, D, let's turn back the clock a little bit. Okay. Because we would have never thought three years ago that Ro- what Roman Reigns started. Because you can remember when this bloodline thing had started unfold, and Roman Reigns was running his what his brothers, his cousins down, his brothers down. His cousins, to, yeah. To, to J- start Uso, doing yeah, this, J- uh, yeah. To start doing this bloodline thing, and it's crazy. It's ironic how Jay Uso. Uh, is was out, is out now. He was the one in the beginning giving the trouble. He didn't he want to be a one. part of it. He was the first one. He was the first one. He was the one they made example. The other brother was all with it, but Jay Uso was the one that really gave a hard time about the being the bloodline. Yeah. And then now to see him out of the mix again, it's kind of like, oh wow, now he's out of it again. Mm-hmm. But man, I would have never thought that the bloodline storyline would have became what it was. I was one of the ones like, ah, uh, you know, a lot it's of all right. Were. You know, it's a lot it's of all right, were. but. It, the more and more you watch it, the more and more you get entertained. And I think uh, at at the Rumble Saturday night, it really it really locked me in on it. Like I'm, I was like, oh man, like I had been watching it here and there, watching it on SmackDown a little, and I was like, you know, pay attention to it. But man, after what we seen at the Rumble uh, Saturday night, I was like, man, what they've done with this Bloodline storyline, it's amazing. And the whole Sami Zayn, I, I just like the way they was able to input Sami Zayn into it, who's already Excellent. a big name in itself, and he was able to Excellent. be able to put in. Roman Reigns was able to input him on that storyline. So Excellent. you had to think, man, something something was coming with Sami Zayn. Either he was going, either he was going to turn his back, or either he was going to stay locked in. And you know, he had enough, bro. You know, he turned he his did. back on Roman Reigns. You know, and and I knew that that friendship with him and um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was was gonna be the nature of yeah. what he was going to do, mm-hmm. you know. And man, to see to see Roman Reigns, man, how talented he is with the on the mic and the things he be doing. I'm the head of the table. This camera, this my camera. This <laughs> I love to see it it's D, because show. he came so long. You even said it on past episodes how 
you know, seeing him grow on the mic and become like into his character, the best it's right just now. it's it's amazing to see because he wasn't that good. He was just known as a as, as a force back in the day. Correct. But now he's like that ultra competitive on the mic, he's off the, the mic ring. He's he's the he's, he, he's the best right now. He's the best. But man, I love I love what's going on with the bloodline. I can't wait to watch the night to see what's going to happen tonight. But definitely the the bloodline storyline is is through the roof. Incredible storytelling from WWE. Triple H and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, everybody who's involved with this storyline, it is excellent. Over the past three years, they've had it on lock. Roman Reigns is undeniably and unquestioned the very best attraction in all of wrestling. When you see him speak, when you see him enter arenas, when he just has the juice, he has it on lock. He's excellent in the ring, so forth and so on. But this was riveting to me. This was cinema to me, as Martin Scorsese had said. If y'all don't know who that is, look him up. The fact that Sami Zayn, how did this even make sense to include him in the bloodline? To it to turn, it was so well scripted, man. The future feud with Evan, uh, Kevin Owens to tie everything in and then the turn amongst turn. The same turn that Seth Rollins did to Roman Reigns. That's what Sami Zayn did to Roman Reigns with that chair shot down the back. Reigns falling down slow. The look of disbelief. The Usos like being shot. It was theater, man. That's what wrestling is about. Having you locked in on the moment and you be like, bruh. Like, what is happening right now? And, and, and it was so... It was so exciting to see storytelling. And now you're in a situation now, man, we're headed to WrestleMania. We're headed to Mania. Where are we at with the bloodline? That's what I love the most. I don't know. Now, I have a feeling, and I'm going to keep the conversation that me and Black have off air because we don't want <laughs> to ruin it for nobody. But I have a feeling where this thing is going due to the potential of, let's just say, Roman Reigns about to go make some real money. Let's just put it like that. All right. So there are some dominoes are starting to fall. But I tell you what, I'm going to enjoy the ride of where this bloodline thing is because it is quality TV. It is quality storytelling. It is just quality wrestling, man. Mm. This is what it's all about, man. So great job by the bloodline and, and, and WWE and Triple H, man, for really unraveling this story. And now added more layers upon layers upon layers to the storyline. But you know what's you know what's so crazy about it when you talk about how the storyline is? It seemed like even Roman Reigns and the Usos, it even seemed like Paul Heyman's character is so much better with yeah, his bloodline yeah, than it was. Yeah, of course. Than it ever was with Brock Lesnar. Of course. You know, and it's crazy how you, you look at him and I love WWE now when they do these press conferences and then these little it's dope. little clips after the match, man. It's, just, it's it's so cool and so dope. It's dope. They make it seem like you in the real life, you know, sporting event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like boxing yeah, or, yeah. you know, anything like that. So MMA. So it uh I love what they're doing. But this character has literally, I mean, this bloodline storyline has brought out the best in Paul Heyman and everyone that's involved with it. It's fantastic, man. So the Royal Rumble was a great event. We got to see Bray Wyatt for the first time in his new gear and his awesome get up. Awesome uh, great. Just, man, this guy, Bray Wyatt, man, as far as a creative, bro, like, it's amazing what he comes up with. 
Like he's having a feud with the guy that nobody will recognize if you walk by him in your local Walmart. <laughs> but the energy that was put into this thing, man, is just exceptional. He looked phenomenal out there. Just a great time, man. So overall, I thought the Royal Rumble was a solid event. I think it's setting up for obviously much bigger situation uh, with WrestleMania on the horizon. All right. So all my wrestling heads out there, man, we will be monitoring all of this, man, doing our just do, breaking down and giving our analysis for the big storyline. Shout out Logan Paul for making his return in great spots in that Royal Rumble match man. against Ricochet and then Seth Rollins. Like, man, I'm really excited to like see what exactly how is WrestleMania gonna unfold? Just the potential of the matches that I have in my head gonna have me super locked in mm -hmm. for WrestleMania. I'm gonna watch it anyway, but I'm just saying I'm gonna be super locked in. I think this has the potential to be in all-time WrestleMania yeah. this year, just with the potential that's there. So shout out WWE and all our wrestling heads out there who enjoyed this 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> of a breakdown uh, when it comes to wrestling, man. Okay. All right, Black, before we move out of our icebreakers, man, we got some announcements from the UFC. All right. Big rematches are on the horizon. We have Usman and we have uh, 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 Jesus Christ, who's the champion? Uh, Leon Edwards and Usman, the rematches upon us. He just announced last week Adesanya uh, versus uh, Jesus Christ, man. I'm having so many brain farts. This is oh, I can't, I can't think his name. Poor, uh, Look it up real quick. Poya. <laughs> who? I don't know who that is, man. <laughs> but That's what Adesanya said. That part-time Poya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so Adesanya is going to get a chance to reclaim uh, his middleweight crown. Um, some, um, 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 uh, Jesus, Street Jesus, what's his name? Um... Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal is getting back into the ring against a bitter feud that bitter feud that he has with Gilbert. Uh, um, Jesus Christ, bro, bro, what your phone, bro? <laughs> uh, um, Gilbert, uh, is it Melendez or something? Is it? No, nah, it's not, man. I'm butch. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry for that. I should have been more prepared. But some massive matchups that are uh, have been announced for uh, a couple of events coming up in the UFC, man. And um, this is the time of year where the UFC really kind of settles in once the NFL season really winds down and uh, really head into some real blockbuster events. Obviously, Porora uh, and, and Adesanya is going to be a massive matchup. Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman mm -hmm. uh, is going to be a massive matchup. And then it's good to see guys back in the ring like uh, Jorge Masvidal um, and Gilbert uh, I think it is Melendez. Well, hey, Mazadal and Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns, excuse yes. me. Sorry, Gilbert. Gilbert Burns. If you just so happen to Adi, hear this. Uh, Adesanya versus Alex Pereira. Yeah, Pereira. And then you got uh, Vol this weekend coming. You got Volkanovski, Volkanovski versus. Try to pronounce it, my uh, boy. Muhammad. Uh, <laughs> I, Islam Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah him. Yeah. You know, so, and, and over in Australia, which should be very awesome. Listen. That's going to be a big deal. I know Listen. they say on the line was uh, pound for pound versus the belt. Uh, yeah, everything's Islam on the line. Islam want to be number one pound for pound, which Alexander is. is. And then uh, Volkanovski wants both titles. Volkanovski wants both titles. He so wants both titles. So that's going to be the, that's yeah. going to be nice this weekend coming this Saturday. This is for the lightweight title. That's what this mm -hmm. is for. This is for the lightweight uh, championship. I'm gonna tell you something. That we're gonna move on. If you're an MMA fan or not, 
If you want to be introduced to why MMA is a big deal, tune in for this fight. I'm going to say this and I feel pretty good about what I'm about to say, Black. Volkanovski versus Ishmael is going to be the greatest fight you ever seen. Mm. Volkanovski is the real deal. He deserves number one pound for pound. Mm -hmm. The resume that he has had since he won that strap, we doubted him as champion for what the last two years. We did. He put Max down three times. Three times. He put the Koreans army down. He put down or take. He put them all down mm -hmm. in devastating fashion. Now he is going up against a real deal killer. Mm -hmm. Ishmael don't see none of that. He don't see none of that. You are in for a treat. Now, I'm going to take Volkanovski to win this thing. Mm -hmm. I think the pace that he's going to set will match, uh, Ish, if I'm saying his name right, Ishmael, Ishlam's. Muhammad Ishmael. <laughs> he's, it's going to match his pace. And I just think yeah. the, I have the power that Volkanovski possesses, he is in the clear-cut prime of his career. Yeah. He's literally right at the peak of his prime. I won't be surprised if he loses, but I will be shocked. I'll be shocked if he goes out on his shield in front of his home country in Australia and yeah. does not walk out of there with two titles and still pound for pound. Black, who wins this fight? Oh, man, this this going to be a good one. I, I and, and I really think for the first time with Muhammad, he won't have uh, what's what's I got the greatest of all time in his corner. Yeah, the uh, wanna be greatest. Yeah, wanna be, we wanna be greatest for be, all time. Can be won't be in this corner because be he retired officially from MMA. From everything. From everything. So I think that plays a part too because he's always had can be there in his always. ears. And uh man, I just found out something about Alex background. I didn't know he's like a a, a natural two hundred pound guy. Yeah, he's a he big cuts dude. a lot of weight. Lot like of he weight. was a, ru a rugby, rugby guy. Yep. A rugby player. And I mean, if it's one if it's one fight in the UFC that got a gas tank, it's him, bro. And it's gonna keep and, going. And and, and 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 it's gonna get good. So you gotta think with him, he don't have to cut as much weight as he did to get down to, to fifty five. To fifty five. Now he's finna fight. I mean, now he's finna fight at fifty five. Yeah. Yeah. So he won't be cutting much weight mm -hmm. as he was if he was fighting for at forty five. At forty five, yeah, exactly. So you got to think he's gonna be str even stronger, you know, against this fight. But Muhammad is a, is a strong guy in his, in his own right. He's a real deal. We seen him put uh, our boy Oliveira to rest. Man, man, to stop him and Oliveira ain't no pushover. He's my boy. definitely not. So it, uh, I'm expecting fireworks in this fight. I'm going to lean on the side of you. I'm gonna go Volkanovski because I just feel like it's no way the UFC been trying to get back to Australia for the longest. Since the pandemic, and they give us a fight like this. Since the pandemic, like this. I'm gonna go Volkanovski in a stoppage. You think he stops? I it's think he stops wow. him. D. I'm gonna say probably like maybe third or fourth round wow. stoppage. Uh, I'm gonna say submission. I'm gonna go submission for right now, Ooh. but it could change once I watch the countdown and all that. It could change. Let me Ooh. let me lock it on the countdown and on it embedded. Yeah. So I have might have a different different feeling, but I'm gonna say Ooh. I'm gonna say Volkanovski by submission, real naked choke for stoppage, the third or either fourth round. Ooh. You kind of took my breath away with that one, my boy. Well, we definitely about to find out. We're going to find out for sure uh, this weekend. I'm happy about this event. too. It's on the weekend. I'm off, bro. I get this. Yeah, stay up late. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to thug it. All right, but it is what it is. Fantastic event. If you're into MMA or you want to be into MMA, this is a fight that you're going to watch. This yeah, great weekend. card too. Uh, 
you got uh excuse me oh man i'm seeing uh what's the uh the, the old champ from uh middleweight that adesanya beat twice already he's on the car too the other guy from whitaker. australia whitaker and uh oh man the guy from brazil the big guy paulo acosta paulo acosta on his card as well so it's it's, it's gonna be a uh it's a pretty good card, D. Yeah, there's like five fights on this card. Yeah, I know a lot yeah. of Australians are on the main card. So this is a big deal for Australia to have their moment. And uh, man, what a scene. What a scene if Volkanovski can do this. Mm -hmm. What a scene. He will be the, I believe he will be the fourth double champ. You have McGregor. You had Amanda. You have Amanda, excuse me. You had Daniel Cormier. Mm -hmm. No, he'll be the fifth because of Triple C. Triple C, yeah, Triple yeah, Triple yeah. C, so he would be the fifth. Who Triple C is on the way back. He is fighting Aljamain Sterling uh, for the championship. Man, look. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk, talk about, about it when it. we get there. We're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Great night. All right, so MMA fans, y'all lock in. All right. All right, man, so those are some of our icebreakers, man. Go ahead, Black. Real quick, I'm sorry. Real quick. This card, uh, y'all Rodriguez versus, uh, versus Emmett for Intim uh, 145 belt. You also have uh, what else is on this card? Uh, what else is here? Hold on. So it's not um, it's not uh, uh, uh Costa number is, is not on this card. The other big fight is Yair versus Emmett for the yeah. I think Paulo Costa got injured or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That that's what that's what I'm reading now. They said yeah, that yeah, he got yeah. injured, so he got scratched from the card. Yeah, I feel bad for Robert Whitaker, man. That's his home country, man. And uh, I know that would have been a big deal for him to be there uh, or be a part of that car. So that kind of sucks for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, man. So we're going to move out of the icebreakers, man. We're going to go ahead and transfer over to the National Football League. And man, what a time, what a time it was. <laughs> Black, Black, we have a Super Bowl matchup that we uh, got set in stone on yesterday. Black, let's go ahead and start with the first game of the day out over the NFC. Black, the Philadelphia Eagles, total domination, 31-7 over the San Francisco 49ers. Black, let's just go back to the game, man. We knew coming in or we felt coming in this was going to be a very tight matchup. But talk about your bad luck for the San Francisco 49ers. Losing Brock Purdy, then losing the emergency quarterback didn't matter for the Philadelphia Eagles. They didn't flinch. They kept it going. Didn't matter who was back there. They kept their foot on the gas. Defense was sensational. Jalen Hurts in the offense was sensational. The Philadelphia Eagles looked like the best team in football. Do you agree yesterday punching their ticket? To the Super Bowl. Uh, they definitely did, man. Um, shout out to Philly, man, on the, another dominant playoff game. They they uh cut the head of the snake with the Giants and then cut the head of the snake with the 49ers. And man, to see how dominant they was doing it, man, it's it's it's, it's crazy. But the into the lead up of this game, they had been saying that it was no way Philly was gonna gonna let Purdy be able to sit back there and do what he wanted to do, man. And that's exactly what we seen. They lit him up. So shout out to Hassan Reddick, uh Fletcher Cox, uh <sighs> 
Uh, big boy from Georgia down there in the middle. Uh, Adamic and Sue. Look at him going back to yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. You know, so shout out to that D line man for making it very, very hard on Purdy, man. Even knocking him out of the game, but he did end up coming back in at some point in time because the fourth string quarterback got hurt. Yeah. So, man, total dominance by uh. By Philly, offensively, they did what they've been doing for 17 weeks. D, it's, it's either you gonna you gonna stop the run or we're gonna throw it. And I mean, they've been running around with Miles Sanders and Bart Scott and uh, Watkins. It's just crazy how those three backs, man, get off and the the, the things that they do in that offense. I mean, this this probably the best I ever seen an RPO offense ran yeah, in I my agree. life, man. I agree. It's, I agree. it's crazy how how potent this offense is, man. And Jalen Hurts, he didn't even have the best of numbers or whatnot, but didn't have to. they still was they still was dominant. They ran for shoot, they rushed for over two hundred yards in this game, man. And um San Francisco, it was so shocking to see they D line. Uh, they defense couldn't do nothing with it, and that goes to show how dominant that uh that offensive line is for Philly as well. So shout out to Philly as a whole. Bad, like you said, bad luck, man, for uh for San Fran uh with quarterbacks all year long, and they came back to bite them once again. D. Yeah, just total domination, man. That San Francisco defense was healthy. Yeah, they didn't suffer anything, and the Philadelphia Eagles, it didn't matter. They made it like it didn't matter. I mean, they were just a well-oiled clicking machine, man. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, amazing catches from Deontay Smith throughout the game. The rushing attack just locked in, dialed in. Philadelphia is a tough place to play, and it's a tough place to win football games. And the 49ers, they fell just like everybody else fell this year. Philadelphia Eagles have been the best team in football all year long, top to bottom. Top to bottom. And they proved it, and they showed it once again yesterday. I mean, just a phenomenal uh, 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 performance by this team offensively, defensively, special team, and on and coaching. Man, they're the favorites to win it all for a reason. Man, is it, that's what we seen on yesterday. I feel bad for Kyle Shanahan. I really do, man. Mm. How much bad deals can you be given, man? This man literally couldn't. He didn't have a quarterback all year, bro. He got familiar with one, lost that one, lost Trey Lance. Get brought back Jimmy G. Jimmy G was rolling, lost him. Brought in Brock Purdy, the last pick of the freaking draft, and went 7-0 with Brock Purdy. He gets hurt. And now you're in there with your emergency quarterback gets knocked out the game. What kind of movie is this? Crazy. Kyle Shanahan did a phenomenal job, but this is about the Philadelphia Eagles. Performance, unreal, top to bottom. They clinched their ticket to go to the Super Bowl. They're the betting favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that in just a second. But... I hate the Philadelphia Eagles with a passion. I am not I am not happy for their fan base. Y'all absolutely disgust me with your rhetoric and your cheering for the Philadelphia Eagles. But the silver lining for me is I'm a huge fan of Jalen Hurts. I like how that brother carry himself. I like the leader that he is. I like just how he maneuvers, man, and just he just shows, you know, what a leader is, man, and his performance on the field, just everything, man. He got the look. He got the style. Like, he just has everything, man, and I'm a big fan of that. I just hope that he can continue to push on and have much success, even at the chagrin and despite my Dallas Cowboys absolutely having to deal with this guy for the next decade. <laughs> But it is what it is. So congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, 
um, them going to uh, uh, the Super Bowl once again. All right, Black, let's go over to the AFC. Pretty much the game of the day. I think this was the game that everybody was waiting to see. Um, allegedly, the game was supposed to be held in Burrowhead, and uh, it indeed was not. It was <laughs> held in Arrowhead in Kansas City. Black, the Kansas City Chiefs getting the win and headed back to their third Super Bowl in five years. Four years. Four years. 23-20 mm-hmm. to 20 over the Cincinnati Bengals in an app Salute war. Black, what were your thoughts on yesterday's game as Patrick Mahomes gutted it out? Warrior just would not lose. He he was 0-3 against Joe Burrow. The trash talk all week long from the mayor of Cincinnati to anybody who would listen. But Patrick Mahomes, my homeboy, me homie, came through. And it's going to another Super Bowl. What was your thoughts on yesterday's game? Man, great game, man. This is this literally was a heavyweight boxing <laughs> boxing match. Ali versus Frazier. Yeah, big time. Big time. Big time, man. Uh we see <laughs> we seen two quarterbacks, man, who who really wouldn't give, man. You seen I this game was had all the type of emotions in it. Do you want it up and down, look bad, man? And 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 who would have thought it would have came down to one bad play or a yes. few bad plays here and there, a few calls, you know, uh, held by the on the referees and man, it, it this just just the whole game in itself, man. To see Pat Mahomes and Burrow going on it, and you talking about Jalen Jalen Hurts, man, it's going to be fun to watch Pat Mahomes and Burrow over the next decade, man. Oh, that yeah. might be the next Brady, what, Brady and, uh, and Manning, Manning uh, rivalry we got, man, but. Uh, an amazing football game. All the storylines going up into it. The Burrowhead thing. The bulletin board material from the mayor of uh, Cincinnati. I mean, just everything. You had to think Cincinnati had that up on the wall in the in the Kansas locker City. room. Yeah, in, I mean in Kansas City. Well, you can tell how Kelsey yeah. was ready after the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could tell, man. And then with uh. The high ankle sprain, and you had. If you're a football player, you didn't play football before. You know high ankle sprains don't take no week. Uh, with Mahomes talking about, well, I'm fine, I'm feeling good. Now nah, we was able to see. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, he it. wasn't feeling good very early with the early limping around. So him being hurt, Kelsey with the back spasms and uh, everything that was going on in the storyline with Kansas City to go up against a Cincinnati team who was, you know. Uh, they real, every, bro. They, that's that's about that action. They, they went in, they went into they Arrowhead last year and uh, beat them to go to the Super Bowl. So they got all the confidence in the world. But man, um, to see Burrow and Mahomes go at it, man, this is some. It's an amazing big boy fight. Loved every minute of it. Shout out to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs on getting back to another Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes going for his second Super Bowl. Andy Reid going for his second Super Bowl as well. So in uh, Cincinnati, it just tough luck, bro. Just tough luck. I always, I always say that when I seen a see a bonehead play D, I always say to myself, I was gonna say to you earlier when we was talking. Man. What do go? What goes through the mind of defensive players when they're in the middle of that thing, man, and they go out of bounds, knowing the quarterback going out of bounds and they push him anyway. I just I, tough I, play, I, man. I, I it's it's a tough play. I'll be I'll be thinking, is it in drilling? Is it the moment in the game? Or, yeah, it's emotion, you know, bro. It's emotion, bro. I, I, it's Frustration. Just, it's just it so much, and then to see the raw reaction of him after they lost that game, and he was like, "Man, I just really blew this for my team." Him crying, I mean, it's tough. senseless crying, man. It's they tough. had to get his, one of his teammates to lift the spirits up a little it's bit, tough. man, to get him off the bench. So uh, moments like that, you know, it, it sucks to. 
have to make play and you end up doing something like that, that literally cost you the game because if that didn't happen, this game was going into overtime. So, um, yeah, man, but shout out to Kansas City again, man, on getting back to another Super Bowl. I want to start with the Cincinnati Bengals, man. They've been playing well all year long with that offensive line. They wait up until the AFC Championship game decide they're not going to protect Joe Burrow. Three sacks in the first quarter. They sat in four times in the first half. I think five times in the first half. It continued on. He was on a run and being blitzed out of his mind. Shout out to Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator uh, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, he was just on. He dialed it up beautifully against Burrow. I'll say this. Going into the game, I felt Cincinnati was the better team. I still feel that way. But I knew what the difference would be. It would just be the coaching and the X's and the O's, man. What would Andy Reid be able to throw at the Cincinnati defense that they didn't see just a few weeks ago? Because a few weeks ago, Cincinnati came back to Arrowhead and won. Mm-hmm. They, they, they did that. So it was a lot that at stake. But the Cincinnati Bengals, they had their opportunities to win this game. Joe Burrow didn't play well. Mm-mm. Chase was, they double chased the whole game. He had that one big catch in the third, he did. third quarter, I believe, or late in the third quarter. But that's all you heard from Chase. They had the running game on smash. Shout out to that Kansas City defense. They wanted this win. They heard the talk. They heard all the jabber John back and forth. Burrow had this. And, man, it really showed after the Chiefs was able to pull it out. Patrick Mahomes. Guts. Warrior. Focus. The man went out there on one leg, bruh. One leg. And got his team to the Super Bowl. His numbers yesterday were fantastic. 20, excuse me, 29 of 43. 326 in the air, two tubs, no turnovers, man. He was sacked three times, but the running game was non-existent for mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs. Pacheco only had 26 rushing. Harbin had seven. McKinnon had one. And Pat had eight on that last run to try to get the first time to seal the game. He spread it all over the field. Travis Kelsey, man. is there, This is the greatest tight end ever. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Rob Gronkowski, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Shannon Sharp, I hear you, I hear you, I hear Antonio Gonzalez, I hear you. Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time. You shouldn't be able to move and do what he does in the offense being that big. But he does it with a back injury. Not even knowing if he could play. Didn't even get a shot in that back. Turtle doll. (laughs) And what did he do yesterday? Another seven balls, 78 yards in a tub. Last week in the game against Jacksonville, 14 catches, two tubs. Over 100 yards. Easy. This brother is sensational. Look at the Chiefs from three years ago. Loaded. Look at him now this year. Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That's what you're dealing with. But these are veterans. These are winners. And then you have Andy Reid. Me and you were talking just before the show. Andy Reid being the standard of the National Football League. Because for him to dial up the game plan to have Kansas City ready to go against a very tough Bengals team who, in my opinion, were the better team coming in, that's a sensational win. That might be the biggest win in Kansas City's Chiefs history right outside of that first Super, that Super Bowl they got a couple years ago against the 49ers. Because look at what they, they dealt with. Mm-hmm. Look at what they overcome. Look at the adversity that they dealt with. Sensational. The Bengals had their chances. At the end of the game, man, I forget the guy, man, who pushes Mahomes. I forget his name. Push him out of bounds. Get the flag. 
One of the tougher scenes in sports. Now, I'm not going to go against what the footage showed after the game was over because obviously that was raw emotion from his teammates. But he did not lose them the game. Okay? The game was not won or lost on that one play. Now, what did happen was his misjudgment on how he handled Pat Mahomes did allow the Kansas City Chiefs to win the game, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But that game was not won or lost on his bonehead of a play. It was not. But that's what he's going to be remembered for, and it sucks. It's Especially if the Kansas City Chiefs go on to win the Super Bowl. The emotion of the game, man. That's what it's all about. You just got to know if you're on the defensive side of the ball. You can't touch a quarterback, let alone 15. <laughs> you can't even look at 15. Wait, they throwing it. They throwing it. So, Great victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to them, their franchise, their fans, Coach Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomeboy, Travis Kelsey, the defense. Frank Clark was a straight rider yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was a straight rider yesterday, man. And I love all the post-game antics. Travis Kelsey calling the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> on live TV, so gotta, all that burrow head, this burrow head, they shut it down. Pat Mahomes, they say, yeah, what a victory cigars at? They got some in the back back there. Go get them. He talking about the victory cigars that was in Cincinnati locker room. Go get them boys. Mm. I loved it. If this is going to be the next healthy rivalry, forget that. I don't even care if it's healthy. If this is the next rivalry in the National Football League, bring it on. Because mm-hmm. I got a feeling that we're going to see these brothers play twice a year, every year for the next decade. <laughs> That's what I believe. And I'm going to just say what I'm going to say what it is, man. Those are the best two quarterbacks in football. Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes. I believe Burrow earned that this year over Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's been in the conversation of who's next. Justin Herbert. All of these guys. We know Trevor's coming, but he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, they're the best quarterbacks. And I'm not slighting Jalen Hurts whatsoever. The one thing between Jalen and Joe, and here's the difference, I haven't seen Jalen methodically destroy a team like I saw Burrow do. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he ain't capable, but I just ain't seen him do it yet. Mm-hmm. Now, if Jalen wins the Super Bowl, then we'll have another conversation. But it is what it is right now. Chiefs win the AFC. Eagles win the NFC Black. We're not going to give our predictions today. We're going to wait till next week. But we are going to talk about what are you expecting to see with these two teams um, in two weeks in Arizona for the Super Bowl? Uh, the trenches. I believe it's going to come down to these trenches, man. I think it's going to be uh, Philly's defensive line as dominant as they've been versus their offensive line for for Kansas City Chiefs who's been able to give Mahomes time to be able to stand back there even when he was hurt D to be able to stand back there not be touched that much and you know make plays for his team to win and I think that's what it's going to come down to I think it's really going to be really tough on the Kansas City Chiefs they're going to have to literally pick their poison like all other 17 teams did in the regular season for Philly what are you going to stop but you know you got to think Spagnuolo and Rent. I mean Spagnuolo, you're going to try to dial something up to see what he could do. But man, this this game right here, man, this is all over the field from the offense to the defense. You got talent on the outside. You got Kelsey. You got AJ Brown. You got Jalen Hurts. You got Pat Mahomes. I mean, Yo, this is going to be a big boy fight. I'm excited yeah. about it. But I think at the end of the day, D is it's going to come down to 
these trenches, O-line versus D-line. I think that's what we're going to come down to and seeing how how much Jalen Hurts and this offense can continue to do what they've been doing all seasons against against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's gonna come. Uh, I think it's gonna come. I'm gonna watch some tape, and I'm gonna go look at stuff myself to get ready to have more of a deeper analysis next week. But the top of, at the top of my head, off the top of my head, the two things that just stand out for me: number one, the Philadelphia Eagles offense versus the Kansas City Chiefs defense. It's simple as that. Can the Kansas City Chiefs and Spagnuolo, like you just said, come up with a game plan to slow down this magnificent RPO offense? Jalen Hurts is dialed in. He has weapons that can stretch the field. You cannot double A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith is going to kill you. You cannot double Devontae Smith. Take one up high, take one underneath. A.J. Brown is going to kill you over the top. You pick your poison. They have other receivers. Miles Sanders coming out the backfield. Multiple, multiple, multiple weapons that are going to give the Kansas City Chiefs a lot to think about. Secondly, simply put, the quarterback play. What quarterback is going to rise above the game plans for their 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 adversaries with the defensive coordinators from the, uh, each other team that they're going up against. Is Jalen Hurts going to rise above? Will he not be denied with the offense that has been flawless all year long? Or will Patrick Mahomes' heroics, glitz, and glamour, and stardom, and flair take over yet again? Yet again. Those are the things that off the top of my head I'm looking at. And the last thing is three things, actually. Nick Sirianni, Andy Reid. Andy Reid has no business being outcoached by Nick Sirianni. This is his fourth Super Bowl, Andy Reid. Appearance, yeah. This is his fourth. Mm-hmm. This is Nick Sirianni's first. Here's the thing, though, for Sirianni. Black, he don't know any better. <laughs> He's just getting ready to go coach another game. It's the Super Bowl, but he don't know no better. He's going in with an advantage over Andy Reid, in my opinion. Andy Reid going to have the probably the weight on him, bro. Mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni, he just going in with his boys, man. Mm-hmm. We just going to go see what happened, bro. We don't know no damn battle. He kind of in the same position as, uh, as Doug was when he was in Philly. Yeah, same won situation. They just don't know any better. You going yeah. up against Belichick and the greatest player ever. And yeah. they, we don't care, bro. Yeah. So, looking forward to everything, man. We going to have multiple... Uh, uh, a lot of co- coverage and conversation about this. We're going to get some of our personalities who you know very well to weigh in next week. We're going to call Freddie Bridge. We're going to call Rashad. We're going to get some insight, man, on what some of your favorite personalities are thinking. And we're going to ask them to give some predictions as well as we get ready for the Super Bowl in two weeks, February 12th in Arizona, man. So uh, y'all stay tuned for that, man. And, uh, man, football as a whole is just winding down. Yeah, man. We got one more game. Yeah. College football's over. NFL is over pretty much. We got one last game because Lord knows I'm not watching the flag football game next weekend for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Lord knows I'm not going to watch Eli Manning, Peyton Manning coach no flag football game. I'm not going to sit up here and watch the skills challenge. <laughs> the Pro Bowl is just a joke. It's ain't trash, it? bro. It's trash. It's trash. So I'm not watching none of that this weekend. Yeah, it's trash. I'll be getting ready for the UFC. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. Prelim. I'm going to be watching the pre, pre, prelims, my boy, because I ain't watching that. <laughs> the one on UFC yeah, pass. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I'm not watching that, my boy. I'm not watching that. All right, so Eagles, Chiefs, coming up in a couple of weeks for the Super Bowl. We'll have more coverage here right here on the Sports Desk. All right, man, it's time to crank up that NBA coverage. Haven't heard this theme in a while. Let's go ahead and get it going. You heard me? Whoa. 
did you do in camp? <laughs> it's time once again on that one. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get right to it, man. Let's go ahead and get to this past Saturday night, man. Let's go ahead and get right to it. Y'all see the cover of the sports desk, man. Black don't know what the cover is yet. I like to wait and see his reactions, <laughs> uh, hear his reactions about the cover. But let's go ahead and get into it, man. The Los Angeles Lakers and the uh, uh, Boston Celtics on a star-studded Saturday basketball. Man, we had some amazing games. We had the Nuggets and the 76ers, NB versus Jokic. We had the battle for uh, New York, the Knicks versus the Nets. Uh, we also had, what else did we have? What else? Oh, yeah, and then we closed out for the major game we had the Los Angeles Lakers against the Boston Celtics the Celtics went at 125 to 121 in overtime black let's just get to the controversy all right LeBron James end of the game tie ball game has the rock in his hand drives to the right left side of the court cuffs get ready to lay it up off the glass Jason Tatum comes over the tops and slaps LeBron a blatant foul against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are forced to go to overtime where they ultimately lost 125-121. Let's back it up. Black, how egregious and how nasty did you find that non-call Tatum smacking LeBron? Well, man, uh, before, th- before that, man, we were treated to a good one. Like... Yes. That Lakers Boston <laughs> robbery, man, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It don't matter if the team's good or bad. When they play each other, man, it's a it's a healthy, it's a nasty robbery, and it's a healthy. It's all yeah. in the same thing, man. But great game Saturday, you know NBA won with this one, putting it on Saturday night ABC. Great game, and man, uh, just just the game in itself, and didn't be able to get in a position where shude Brown looked like prime LeBron getting to that cup. Boy, I was Talk like, about oh him. God, dang, Brown got that quick. It. But uh, Jason Tatum filing him and then the reaction, he clearly got fouled. And I mean, just I think for me, it was the antics afterwards with Patrick Beverly with the camera. And, Listen, uh, bro. Uh, LeBron with the getting bro. down on one knee. Like just I've never as long as I've been watching LeBron, I've never seen him out of his mind like that. And I guess that come with age, you know, uh, I guess. <laughs> but I've never seen him act like that. And and we ain't even talking about playoffs. So that's how that's what let you know how big this rivalry this. Boston and Lakers rivalry is, man, but clearly a foul. LeBron should be going to the line. Everybody said, well, he wouldn't have made the free throws anyway. Well, all he would have had to do was make one. That's it. The and they would have won the game's over. So it wouldn't matter. But yeah, man, and then see the refs come out afterwards and be like, they yeah, missed a call. Man, it was, was a trash. foul. You know, it's, it's it's crazy to watch the but overall great game. Uh the refs definitely messed this messed that up, man, missing that call. <laughs> and this game could have went a totally different way. It definitely could have, man. It was very, very unfortunate, man, for how this game ended on Saturday night. Great game, like Black said. Great game. Great game. But here, hear me out real quick, all right? The game is tied. The the referee is right up under the rim. This is the greatest player ever. I don't care what your thoughts are on versus LeBron and Michael Jordan. This is my thoughts. This is the greatest player ever who had 41 freaking points in year 20. Who's 117 points away from being the greatest scorer in basketball history. <laughs> and he can't get that cold. But that's been like that all year, D. Now, he can't get that? 
The ref is literally five feet away. We can't get that cold. But immediately after the game was over, y'all want to come out and say that y'all was wrong, referees? That is a total BS, bro. That's total BS. Now, LeBron's antics, never seen it. <laughs> that brother was pissed. And I think it was showmanship on Braun part too. I think LeBron was trying to call such a scene so it could be looked at. Because I think Braun knew deep down the side, they're not going to go look at this. They're not going to go look at this. So I'm going to have to act a donkey man and try to bring some attention to this. He was unsuccessful in doing that because the referees right away went to overtime. We're going overtime. We're not even finna go. They didn't even look at it. So how can you challenge a play earlier in the game and overturn it for the Lakers and then do the same thing for Boston? But with something like this, we can't go look at it? Okay. Oh, yeah, I thought, but in the NBA, when, once it gets under the two minutes, you can't go. Yeah, I'm saying. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's stupid. Yeah. Okay. You should be able to go look at a play at any time of the game. That's stupid. Gotcha. Okay. All right. There's millions of people watching this game. Thousands in attendance. Yeah. And this is how the game ended. Secondly, Pat, Pat, <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Beverly is a national treasure. He is a national treasure. National treasure, that, bro? Yes. <laughs> that was the funniest thing that I had ever seen in sports. This dude went and took the camera. Was it just a, a regular fan? It was a regular. No, it was a photographer's oh, the, camera that worked for the NBA. Oh, wow. He went and took the camera, went to the picture, my boy. <laughs> Show the ref The ref team That ball up quick They gonna find my dog 15 racks for that man <laughs> They find my dog 15 when he racks went, When he went to the ref He couldn't believe it He couldn't get his whistle, whistle In his mouth To even Throw the team I, I know the referee was like Bro I know this fool Ain't over here trying to I know he ain't over here Trying to do that man But just all in all man A great game That was just kind of Ruined by the outcome Boston rallies Jalen Brown just goes Absolutely nuts Mm -hmm. You could tell The Lakers was just Discombobulated going in You could just tell Nobody was really Lined up Look at that game In there Patrick Beverly On the put back dunk Patrick Beverly I was like Oh man Put back dunk LeBron hitting the three I mean I said bro It's a wrap dog but it didn't go our way because of an egregious call. And NBA and Adam Silver, y'all should look at that referee crew. They shouldn't even referee in the playoffs. <laughs> but what do you? What, what's your thoughts on how it's been going for LeBron this year? Because this ain't just something that just started. We've been seeing him talking post game interviews about him not being able to get calls this year for some reason. But those calls just ain't going LeBron way no more this I season. Know. I don't know. It's it's I, it's very interesting and in, in pause to see. Like, what's going on with Bron? Because calls he would have gotten the pass, he just ain't getting them this year. I don't know. I think that was pretty blatant and pretty obvious. I mean, the referee sent right up under the rim. I'm pretty sure he heard Jason Tatum slap LeBron's arm. Like, that's a foul. Like, what? That, that's just point blank and period. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, we can have a conversation right now about LeBron James. We can have a talk right now, but we're going to save that for later because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until he passes um, – <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar probably Won't in the be too next. Long. Won't yeah, be too no, long. I know, I know. Uh, you know, he's not playing tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. I'm kind of sad about that. Could be before um, All Star. Somebody. It said. could be. It could be before. It could um, uh, be before the All Star break. Now, LeBron is very mathematic, and I was kind of hoping that he would do. Now, tomorrow night they go to the Garden. 
Oh, man. He's going to play there. That's a national TV game against the New York Knicks. So he's going to go there, and he's going to go play those guys uh, for sure. But potentially, I think they're trying to, and this is the timeline. He has 117 points that he needs to score to break the record. So here's their next few games, and then we're going to have a real conversation about LeBron James uh, once he finally does this. All right? So they got Brooklyn tonight. Then they have the New York Knicks on Tuesday on the 31st. All right, now we turn the chapter to February. They have the Pacers, and then they have the Pelicans on the road. Now, could LeBron get 117 points in three games? Of course he could. I don't think he will. They go home for two games. Two games before All-Star. Okay? You have, no, excuse me, they got a few games before All-Star. You have the Oklahoma City on Tuesday, February the 7th. I think he breaks the record on Thursday, February the 9th against the Milwaukee Bucks in L.A. Mm. February the 9th. That is a that is four games for LeBron to score. Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. In the Bucks. Thursday night, TNT, 10 o'clock uh, tip-off. Um, Giannis comes to town. I think LeBron James break the record that night. Now, if he doesn't do that, two days later, Saturday night on ABC, <laughs> he goes to Golden State. Now, I can also see him doing it in Golden State. I can see him doing it there too, but I'm going to go with Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh, in front of the hometown fans. His family's there, all that's there. I think that they're starting to really think, all right, Bron, where do you want to do this? Because let's, let's let's keep it real, okay? LeBron can score what he wants to score, mm-hmm. even at this status, because he had 41 against the Boston Celtics in year 20. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to hold back my conversation on LeBron, like I said. All right, I'm going to hold that back. But Black, we are coming up on one of. Black, we coming up on a milestone with LeBron, bro, that we've never, that we've never seen, bro. Mm-hmm. We've never seen this. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in sports. Yeah, we've never seen it. We've seen a bunch of records from time and time again, but bro, we ain't never seen nothing like this, bro. We've never seen nothing like this. Nothing. So it's going to be something to cover and look forward to doing so. Okay. All right, Black, let's go ahead and uh, before we wrap up the sports this, man, um, it's kind of different, man. You know, usually we've been talking to Rashad, you know, after the Jaguars game, so it's kind of different uh, right now, man. But uh, we're going to transition back into basketball. Black, let's go to the standings in the NBA. All right, let's go to the East and the West standings. Let's talk uh, and just go through the Eastern and the Western Conference, all right? Black, let's go ahead and start off in the East, all right? Your number one seed. Boston Celtics holding tight at 36 and 15, followed by the two seed of Philadelphia 76ers. Let's stop right there. On Saturday night, we had Embiid and we had a Jokic, the two best big men out of basketball. Do you agree? I agree. Jokic is a back to back MVP winner and making a strong case to win a third one. Joel Embiid served notice to Nikolai Jokic this past Saturday night. Black, I want to ask you this. <laughs> You got the number one pick, Embiid, Jokic, currently right now. Let's say the NBA just comes out and say, hey, we're going shake to shake, shake up everything. Everybody's going back to the draft. Your top two guys, Embiid and Jokic. Black, if you had the number one pick for your team, your team, who are you taking on your team, Joel Embiid or Nikolai Jokic? I got him. Uh, for me, D, and it's not hard for me to say, I'm taking Joel Embiid. Okay. I've seen this brother get better every single year. I feel like he was robbed of an MVP last year. Talk about it. The, like to see his range go to the outside to be a seven foot and be able to shoot and score the ball that he can. 
Jokic is a very good player, but he ain't stepping out beyond that three-point line and stroking him like Embiid is. He, <laughs> this man literally has been one of the most dominant players in the NBA this season and also was last year before he got hurt. It's time to, you know, him getting hurt. So, I'm going to go with Embiid, bro, to, uh, if I got the number one peak. I love Joker. I love everything Joker's do, back-to-back MVPs. I love him. But I got to go Embiid, bro. I'm with you. And here's where I, basketball-wise, I get why the argument is going to be for Nikolai Jokic. I get the argument because skill-wise, he might be the most skilled player in all of basketball, no matter what the position is. But here's the difference when we talk about that ball talk. <laughs> when that thing get thick. But who riding, bro? <laughs> I saw Joel and B on Saturday night. Look, that boy Yogi and I say, bro, you get to nothing here. Bro, this is the first time in a very long time I seen and I watched it. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but I was able to tune into them last few minutes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a player from the center position ask for the boss, ask for the basketball on the inbounds. <laughs> um, and B said, let me get that. Let me get that right now. Everybody else, you just move yeah. and let me go to work. Watch out with Joker on him. Yeah. Right. This there. man hit the step back. three. Amazing. 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 A step back three. Amazing, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, what more conversations do we have to have about Embiid? You can't say this man, oh, he's digressed or he's had a bad year. No, every year gets better and better. Yeah, he gets they better the number two seed in the freaking Easter Conference. Yeah. I think they won like, what, eight, nine straight, something like that, D? Seven in a row. Yep. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous what we're doing. This is what we seen last year before he got hurt. They were rolling before he got hurt. Yeah. And this guy just put this team on his back. Everybody, and he put it like this The whole team is playing good From James Harden He's had a recite You know Seeing everybody's him play well. well Everybody's playing well Because of what Embiid He's setting the tone And man To see what we've seen Saturday With the best two big men In the league That let you know right there That brother right there he, He's undeniable bro And he Like you said When they get when that thing get thick You know Embiid Gonna be about that action and you said it well about that action. Look, Jokic <laughs> is phenomenal. He very well might be the best player in the league. Top to bottom, he very well may be. But I, look, man, we've watched this game for years. We've seen guys who, they just got a dog in them, bro, when it's just time, bro. They just got a dog in them when it's time. And I saw Joel look at that, look at that boy, man. Mm-hmm. I seen him look at that boy, man, and it was it was it was it was amazing. It was amazing to see his performance on Saturday night. All right, but let's go through the rest of the Easter Conference, man. We have the Milwaukee Bucks uh, at the three spot. Giannis putting a fifty burger out last night uh-huh. just for casual uh, preference. You got the Brooklyn Nets without Kevin Durant, who's roaring back there, holding tight at the fourth spot. Now, before um, Durant went down, Brooklyn was at the two seed. Brooklyn's the they two was, seed, they but, they, but they were surging beautifully. But mm-hmm. they're holding pack. They say uh, Durant is out for another week, maybe two weeks. They just want to make sure he's right as he starts his on-court conditioning. The Cleveland Cavaliers sit at the five spot. The Miami Heat at six. The New York Knicks at seven. The Atlanta Hawks at eight. And then you have the Washington Wizards at nine. Bulls at ten. And they will all qualify for a play-in 
uh, opportunity there. All right, Black. So the Easter Conference, um, I think the Easter Conference is top heavy. I think once you get outside Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn, once the rent returns, I'm not going to sleep on Cleveland. Cleveland could be a team at that 5-4 matchup that you might not want to see. Yeah. You might not want to see them at that 5-4 matchup. So, especially if they can get to a 4 seed or something look, like that. if I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, I want to make sure that I probably stay away from the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think that Mobley and uh, uh, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell and 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 uh, Garland, I think that's a tough matchup, man, because they match up with them so well. Yeah. And B to have his way, but in the other spots, that would be a tough matchup. I'm just saying for Philly specifically if they hold tight. All right? All right, but let's go ahead and move to the Western Conference where, man, look at here. This thing is beyond wide open, all right? At the number one seed, you have the Denver Nuggets at 34-16, and 16, followed by the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies, who have soared up to the two seed, sitting at 32-18, and 18, followed by, let's stop right here, my boy, the Sacramento Kings and Mike Brown. Shout out to Mike Brown, man. Third seed currently in the Western Conference with a 27-21 and 21 record, 73 in their last 10 games. Black, what are your thoughts on the emergence of the young Kings led up on the Mike Brown? Uh, it just goes to show how great of a, uh, how good of a coach Mike Brown is. Right, he's taking this. This team has always had talent. It just ain't had the coaching to put with the talent, and you mm-hmm. know, and then sitting up on the Steve Kerr and what the Warriors did, you know that that helps a lot as well. So, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not shocked, but I'm excited for the Kings. Hopefully, they can stay pad and you know stay. Hopefully, they can stay in that top five and. It's going to be good to see Sacramento in the playoffs. We hadn't seen Sacramento in the playoffs. Was Chris Webber? And Mike Bibby. Yeah. It's been a long time. So, hopefully they could stay in that top five, maybe get a uh, get home advantage in one of these series uh, for Sacramento. But it's definitely fun to see this young team with um, um, uh, Fox, uh, Sabonis. Sabonis and Fox and you know the, the other pieces they got behind them, but Barnes. So, it's definitely uh, a big deal for Sacramento. I they're looking really, really good. D. Shoot, they just smacked on the Lakers a few times this year, yeah. uh, uh, this season. So, uh, shout out to Mike Brown and the job he's doing with the Sacramento Kings, who's always been at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the Western Conference. Yeah, absolutely, man. They're they're playing phenomenal. They're playing fantastic. Shout out to the Sacramento Kings for sure. All right, man. The Clippers have soared up to the fourth spot, followed by the Minnesota Timberwolves at five. The wailing and failing Dallas Mavericks, man. Luka Doncic, man. If he ain't not down the floor, the Dallas Mavericks is a lottery team. They're a lottery team, bro. They need Luka Doncic. He literally has no help. And I got to call out Mark Cuban in the front office of the Dallas Mavericks. How do you let Jalen Brunson get in New York? You saw what Jalen Brunson provided your team last year side by side with Luka Doncic, but y'all let him go to New York? Y'all couldn't match that hundred million? Y'all had the money? Y'all thought y'all go get somebody else? Now Luka Doncic is out with a uh, sprained ankle. Probably out till All-Star break. And now y'all are going to be well. And y'all are tied for the AC right now because you got three teams at 26 and 25. Dallas, Phoenix, and New Orleans with Golden State roaring and Utah roaring. So you literally got like six teams at that 25-26 win mark. Underneath that, you got the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Portland Trailblazers, and Los Angeles Lakers. Black, the Los Angeles Lakers are literally one, two, three, three games out of the fifth seed in the West. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. If they can put together a little winning streak here, man, they could be potentially the fifth seed before All-Star break. That's how jam-packed this thing is in the Western Conference. Now, Black, is this wide open as I'm thinking it is? Or do you have a definitive team who's just clear-cut the best in the West? I don't think there's no clear-cut in the West. 
I, re- I really don't. I really don't think there's no clear-cut best team in the East either. I think this thing wide mm. open for anybody. Okay. You know, uh, in the East, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's playing all like the top-heavy teams. Any one of them teams can get to a finals, in my opinion, D. I agree. Any one of them. And then in the West, this thing's definitely wide open. Well, no, we didn't see Denver do this year in and year out. Be the number one seed, be the number one seed through the regular season and go to the playoffs and choke out. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So that tell that that them being a number one seed and Memphis being a number two seed tell me tells me nothing. They if they stay like that, they just gonna have home court advantage and somebody gonna come in there and run them down. That's what's that's gonna what happen. That's what we've seen. And that's seen. what we've seen. So uh the all these teams underneath me looking looking at this, um even OKC, Portland, uh the Lakers, they all can if they can find some way to start getting on the win streak, they all can find themselves in the playoffs. And um, the what you got the Utah you got the Utah Jazz. This is the tenth seed. They twenty six and twenty six. Phoenix is twenty six and twenty five. New Orleans is twenty six and twenty five. And then Dallas twenty six and twenty five. So literally, like you said, three games behind. All the Lakers got to do is put some wins together, man. Mm-hmm. You got AD back. He's not playing tonight. Like LeBron's not playing tonight. You just picked up Archimura, so he's starting tonight. Like, if they can just find a way to put some wins together, the, uh, a six-game win streak or something like that, they'll be right back in the mix of this thing. And that's what we that's what we want to see the Lakers at, especially with LeBron being in year 20. We want to see them in the playoffs. But they have to put something together. They can't win two and then drop two. They can't be on no no type of time like that. But um, they definitely right there in the mix. Every team in the West from that, from that 12 to – Twelve to one, they all in the mix, D, and got a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah, the the the, the even the bottom team in the play-in right now, which is the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are nine games out of the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? That's a close margin for the time of year that we are in. But like you said, the Lakers, they just need to get together, man. Go on a little run before the All-Star break. End the All-Star break with some momentum. Go into the All-Star break with some momentum, and then let's go. Because when you come out from All-Star break, you got like 25, 26 games left. And it's time for the playoffs. So the Lakers got to get going, man. They can make the play-in, but do you want to be in the play-in? Do you want to be in the play-in? Do you want to have to see yourself in the 10th spot going up against the uh, Phoenix Suns? Going to Phoenix? Do you want to be in that 8-9 spot when you have to face Golden State or you have to face uh, New Orleans? Do you want to be in that spot? I mean, the Lakers could be in the position, man. They could climb all the way up to five, and then you're dealing with the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round of the playoffs. Laker me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. If the Lakers come that far to get a 5-4 matchup, you got to deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves, Laker me. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell and, and Edwards are not going to beat LeBron and AD. It might go seven, but they're not going to beat them. Mm-hmm. I'll be stunned, but we're a long way off. All we are saying is, look, if you watch the Lakers play, they're not a bad basketball team. They've really come a long way. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Russell Westbrook on uh, accepting responsibility for his new role coming off the bench. He should be your sixth man of the year, hands down. Hands down, he should be the sixth man of the year. So, a lot of opportunities there for the Los Angeles Lakers to kind of make a run and get themselves together. But I will say this about the NBA right now. We get ready to wrap this thing up. The NBA, man, is in a great place. You have a lot of great young stars. You have a lot of really good teams. And you have teams like the Sacramento Kings that are just kind of the Cleveland Cavaliers. These teams are floating around here, and they're really good basketball teams. Mm -hmm. And they're going to make things very, very interesting in the playoffs. So all in all, man, the NBA is in great shape. I love the game of basketball. I love covering it. I love talking about it. I love watching games. Um, It really don't matter who's playing. The Magic will be playing the Utah Jazz, and I'm locked in. 
I just like, I just really love the game, man. So to see the NBA in a healthy state and a healthy position is really, really good. And like Black said, I'm kind of with you. If you had to pick a favorite, what, what would you say, Boston? Just I don't think it's none. I I'm really just saying, don't. if you had to pick one, would you say Boston's probably the favorite? Just based off of what last year, just just a testament to what you're saying. That's how wide open this thing is. I say the Warriors the favorite. They won it last year. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean that that's just a you testament what to what's going on. Yeah, like who 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 wants to if 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 the Warriors. If the Warriors are what the what six seed or something, I seen that they are. They the the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. No, the Warriors are the the six seed. You know, Golden Sacramento. State. Do y'all really want to see the Warriors at that three six seed? Oh, that they three, the ninth seed, bro. In the West. Yeah. They the ninth seed. Okay. Yeah, well, they my the ninth seed. say six. I don't know why I say they six. No, yeah, no, they, 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 they currently the ninth seed. I mean, excuse me, they currently the. Hold on, what I'm looking at? I'm tripping. What's the conference playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they are the, the ninth seed. They're, they're the, the ninth seed. They're the ninth seed. So right. if they get in the playoff and they have to play, let's say they get the eighth seed. Does even then does Denver really want to see the Warriors one versus eight? They don't. You know what I'm saying? They going home again. You know so. I think it's, I think this thing is this is the one year that is really wide open. You, you, you just don't know. Now the the better team overall, I would agree with you, is Boston. It's look like the team that could be primed to get back and you know right the wrong that they had last year. But it's literally in my opinion, it's no clear cut favorite. D. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I think Boston has been the most consistent team all year. Um, Milwaukee's dealing with injuries. Nets are dealing with injuries. Philadelphia is. <sighs> We still waiting to see Philly's full potential, especially with what they got going on. But um, the NBA is fun right now. It is loaded with a lot of storylines, a lot of talent. The biggest storyline that we are fastly approaching is LeBron James becoming an all-time leading scorer in the history of basketball existence. That's what we're fast approaching. And I'm going to tell you this right now. When he pass it, we're going to have a conversation. No, when we pass it, I'm going to talk. Y'all going to listen. How about that? That's what it's going to have to be. Me man. and Black going to talk. Y'all going to listen. Because I'm not. I'm not. We're done. I was talking to my pops. Shout out pops. I was talking to my pops about this the other day. Pops, when you ready to talk about this? When you really want to talk about who the GOAT is? And miss me with that six-year run of Mike winning championships. Great run. Probably never see it again in basketball. But when we going to talk about this? Pound for pound. Top to bottom. The greatest basketball player to ever touch the flow. I'm sorry. Pass, yeah. pass first player. Not even intended to score the basketball, <laughs> but we we gonna hold it. We gonna hold. Don't we gonna hold. It. Don't do it. We dude. gonna hold. We gonna don't hold. Don't do it. We gonna hold. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, when LeBron passed on Kareem Abdul Jabbar, I'm coming on the sports desk. Yeah, you trying to have Twitter on fire? I'm gonna have it on fire. <laughs> we coming in just like this here. Yeah, that's how we coming in. We coming in like that. So we'll talk about it when we get here, man. We'll talk about it when we get here. But that's the next major milestone. Shout out to all the All-Stars who were selected, man. LeBron James leading the way with his 19th selection. That's crazy, bro. All-timer. So this is why he years. missed it his rookie year and made it every year after, after that? After that. Yep. That's crazy, bro. Ain't it? But we ain't going to talk about that. That's another thing, too. We ain't going to talk about it. But I like the way they're doing the... Uh, Love it. I was just getting ready to say that. Picking the thing. Pick up the basketball. This year, mm-hmm. They pick up like a pickup game. Yeah, that's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. That's See, this is what the NFL... Uh, 
This is what the NFL dropped the ball at for me. How can the NBA get so creative in the way they're doing things, but the NBA want to start with this trash, nasty, behind Pro Bowl? <laughs> I mean, y'all can't reinvent what you're doing or what you're trying to do? The NBA do it every year. Man, they giving us a street pickup game this year for the All-Star game. Can't wait. This might be better than the years before, and those years was good. They were great. The last few years have been great games, yes. NFL, y'all trash for this, bro, because the NBA <laughs> just set the standard every year in and year out, and here y'all go, oh, we just ain't going to do the Pro Bowl no more. We, we going to stop flat it after ball. this flat. Skills challenge. It's crazy, bro, but shout out to the NBA, man, for finding ways to keep people interested in All-Star when, the, when, the, when players are on the break from the regular season, keeping us entertained, because mm-hmm. that's what we getting. And this uh, is it's, it's wild to me, man. I would have never thought that the NBA would have did this. I was like, whoever came up with this, that's a genius, bro. A pickup basketball game for the All-Star game? That's amazing. It is. I'm looking forward to seeing it. They're giving Kevin Durant the credit for that. Kevin Durant suggested Okay, yeah, it. I did see that. Okay. Kevin Durant suggested it when they first started doing the whole captain's thing. So, I guess the NBA took Kevin Durant's uh, idea and said, you know what, let's give it a try. So, you know who your starters are for your East and your West, but you don't know who you're going to be playing for. Mm. LeBron and Giannis will be doing it live. I can't wait to see that, man. Like, they on the court with everybody saying, yo, I want hard. You know, yo, like, that's how it is at the park. So what you think they're going to do it like at one after one of the practices or right no, they before gonna the game? No, they're going to do it before the game. Oh, they're it's gonna, right before yeah, the they're game. they're going to do it like on TV. Oh, okay. On the game. okay. They're going to be in uniform and they're literally going to wow. pick one through whoever's left. That's what's going to happen. That's crazy. So I look forward to seeing how that all go down. So shout out to all of the all-star starters that who were named. Um, I believe in the East you had uh, Tatum. You have Kyrie and uh, Kevin KD Durant. who yeah. making the all-star game. That's big for Kyrie, man. After everything that he's been through being named the all-star starter, man, that's a big deal for Kyrie, man. Uh, Giannis, Tatum, Kyrie, KD, and who was yeah, the Donovan f- Mitchell? Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell yeah. in the East, who's having a phenomenal year with Cleveland mm-hmm. out in the West. You got Jokic. You got LeBron. Uh, you got, uh, dang, who else out there in the West? Oh, I forgot about Embiid, too. We said Embiid? Embiid, didn't, he ain't make the starter. Oh, he ain't make the starter? Uh-uh. <laughs> Embiid not a starter, bro. Embiid not a starter. And they in the reserves tomorrow night. Embiid, it was not a starter. He wow. was not a starter. Kevin Durant, I mean, Kevin, like Kyrie Irving took that. Took that. But in the West, you got LeBron, you got Jokic, you Luka. have Luka, you Steph. have Steph, and I can't remember the last one from the West. I know they were making an argument for Sabonis out of Sacramento, but he didn't get uh, yeah, a starter. He didn't get in. But I can't remember yeah. who is. Who's the other starter in the Western Conference? But shout out to those guys who are named uh, uh, All Stars. Starters, we get the reserves on Tuesday night, and then we'll go from there, all right? So, this has been uh, episode 213 of the Sports Desk, man. Kind of a change of pace for us, man. We talked Jaguars football for weeks, all right? But, you know, now we're trying to get our groove back, bringing in some basketball. Zion Williams. That's right. Zion Williamson was the uh, (laughs) last starter for the Western Conference. Appreciate that, Black. 
But uh, we're getting back into the groove of things. We'll be covering the Super Bowl, uh, talking more NBA, man, and, uh, you know, having a good time talking about sports, man. So, as always, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week, sharing the show, retweeting the show, just showing love. Shout out to the NPN Network uh, for um, uh, allowing this show to be on that platform as well, man. And, um, you know, Reduce Lunch, everything, man. We appreciate all the support, man. Black, what you got? Yeah, man, just appreciate all the love and support we get, man. I just want to say, man, this uh, platform, man, it's, 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 it's great. Uh, I love it. And I appreciate everybody who support us listening, man. The feeling I get when you go to work in the morning, everybody be like, man, y'all drop. Y'all drop. To, to be sitting on the dock, getting ready for work, somebody ride by listening to the show, man, or people asking, man, I ain't know you had a podcast. I got to check it out. Me sending it to him, man. This is it's dope, man. This platform has really, you know, gave, gave us some great moments and everybody that supported and Y'all keep rocking with us, man. Great things coming from the sports days. Appreciate all the love and support that we get, man, from everyone. Y'all keep rocking with us. Yeah, absolutely. It is a great feeling, man. Boys be getting upset, man, with the sports that's going to drop. You know what I mean? But, you know, we you know we pride on ourselves on being consistent. We pride on ourselves on just being here each and every week, showing up, man, and, and doing what we do, man. We are 200-plus episodes in, man. We've been doing this three years, man. Three years, man, um, and it's just really, really phenomenal. We've covered a lot, bro. We have in a three-year time span, and we just getting started. You know, what I'm saying y'all know the story. If y'all haven't know, heard it already, but me and Black, we are, you know, blood will make us no closer. We grew up as kids, um, knee high. You know, what I'm saying we've known each other our whole lives and developed this passion of sports that we just was already dialed into. And you know, Freddie Bricks presented the idea. For us to get together and uh, just do this thing in a podcast form. And, you know, uh, he presented the idea. And we took the idea. We ran with it, man. And, and, and here's where we are, man. So, a lot more to come from the sports desk, man. We had a lot of great moments so far in 2023. And we look to continue uh, with that. All right. So, until next time, man. Y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And, uh, you know. Tell you t- tell somebody, bro. Tell somebody who might not know about us. Mm-hmm. I know I say it every week, man, but if somebody's into some raw sports, backyard, barbershop, just style of sports, we're not your traditional political sports show, bro. We're not. We just really shoot it from the hip, and we just talk raw, just talk real. Whether you think we're right, whether you think we're wrong, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? We just really that those... We're those voices for people, man, who get up every day in the real world, and they just go out there and they talk sports, bro. That's who we are, man, and we try to make sure we deliver on that each and every week, man. So, appreciate all y'all support for sure. And, uh, of course, man, we'll catch y'all next week. Uh, oh, yeah, you can find me at Twitter, on Instagram, and YouTube, at Dedrick Hicks Jr. We can talk about what you want to talk about. NBA Twitter! I am here. Black, where can they find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. All right, man. Y'all be easy, man. We'll see y'all next week. Unless there's some breaking news, man, for episode 214. Lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.